This is the Monate Fela podcast from your ultimate campus radio, Kofsi FM. A little bit of offspring with Pretty Fly for a white guy coming your way here on the Monate Fela breakfast. Speaking about Pretty Fly white guys, how's it safety first? How's that? Including Kamu. So they're all white. Yeah. <laughs> In spirit, you, at heart, at heart. What's up, dog? So Kamu, I need to ask you before before we move on. Are you part of this band? Yes. Okay. <laughs> now the reason I ask is we went uh, we went to a we went to a, a networking a music networking event and Kamu comes up is like yeah I do all these things and I'm like and he didn't once mention the band and I'm like <laughs> so, so I'm I'm leaving it to you now Kamu can yeah. you just. Just for the sake of completeness, just ad- advise that you are part of Safety First. Yeah, man, I'm the drama of Safety First. Oh, yeah. All right, boys, you're dropping a new <laughs> <laughs> you're dropping a new track here on your Ultimate Campus Radio. What's what's taken so long to bring us some new music? Um, I think it was just to get it perfect, you know, mm. just to exactly know because the song we dropped is our latest song, so we we basically kind of as a band put it together in like a day or so. Yeah. And we didn't have a bassist at the time, so Bixi had to play mm. both acoustic and bass on the track. Mm. And I don't know, we just wanted to get it perfect, you know, take our time with it. Yeah, and it's really interesting, you've now uh, appropriated Danny Otto onto the bass, uh, bass guitar. Yes. So, like, a little bit of a lineup change. Is it different playing with different people now? or It's... Like- it's, it's a lot more funky mm-hmm. uh, we're not used to a basis so it's it's kind of very new to us but we really really like it and shout out to Donny if you're mm. listening we really really love his skill and we haven't played a gig yet but mm. the practices are going really well it kind of changes the whole style of the band as it was with the new instrument and we kind of like it we really do like it well you bring up an interesting point about gigging where uh, where are you going to start playing I mean it's already February yeah um, I think we're going to do two gigs in Bloemfontein don't know where yet hmm. and then in April we're going to I wish you had brought some tour. guitars man we could have had your first gig in studio mm. that would have been nice. <laughs> I thought you were going to bring the guitar Kamu brings his full kit of drums <laughs> just for like half drop us, drop us a beat <laughs> please don't try it now it's way too early <laughs> Um, speaking about being way too early, I mean, you, you're rock stars, uh, by Bloemfontein standards at least. So, what's so no. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't mean it that way. I just mean like the rest of the world has yet to discover you. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the, the whole vibe of waking up early to come onto radio, um, is that still a struggle for you? I, or? I haven't, dude, it's so hard, man. <laughs> Dylan, I'd like to inform you, just if you could look out the window, please, Dylan. That's what uh, 7 a.m. looks like. In case it's kind of dead, eh? <laughs> There's not much going on. It's like, why did I wake up with this? <laughs> tell, us, tell us about this track. We want to drop a pa 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 pa. I can't pronounce it. Yeah, <laughs> well, we don't actually have a name for it, so we just went pa 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 pa. And until you want to, you can stop whenever you want to. Um, but it's basically a breakup song, so it's it's just a, <laughs> like emotional. This is how I felt at the time. Mm. And I wrote it, and we both liked it. You didn't tell me it was a breakup song. Of you course, didn't... it's a break. You can hear it's a breakup. Song. I thought it was about it's yourself and your self-reflection or something. I've got to ask. I've got to ask. I'm sorry. I, I understand it's a breakup song. I understand that you didn't know what to call it. But like, when you break up with someone, right? And uh, there's always a competitive element. Like mm. three months down the line, four months down the line, you see like 
they got fat and you're like, yes, I won the breakup or whatever. Um, is the parapapapa uh, sort of a, an element of that, that annoying air horn that parapapapapa? No. No, it's not like that. Eh? He's actually really sad in the song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I think oh, he wants to go back, you know? <laughs> nah, it's not like that. I think he wants to go back, uh, actually. Do you want to go back in the video, in the song? Well, it's it's hard to say. Okay. I don't want to talk about that on radio. <laughs> I, I would love to see. Let me let me ask because we're about to drop the track. Let me ask this: um, When it comes to making this sort of music, is there uh, an intention behind making a video? Is this like a single of an album, or is it just about the song? Um, so how do you make a video for a breakup song? Yeah, just what There's lyric video. Of you just use a lyric video with like. Lyrics. <laughs> or a very like, beautiful girl. That, like that's all you need. Black background with leaves falling down the trees. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. No, we can make a breakup video. Yeah, you know, I think the video, like, we always, we all get together and then we talk about it mm. just to figure out, like, that we're all on board. So we all go say I and then. And then we decide on the video But I don't know what's happening Because Chris doesn't tell us anything no, Tell us a bit about that Because I've, I've had many <laughs> I've had many bands And artists and rappers In fact, I've got a rapper Coming in right after you Nice um, We've had many artists Come onto the show To drop new music And most of them Are very DIY You've mm-hmm. come into studio With two artists A manager A social media person And a booking agent So your admin staff Right now in studio <laughs> Is more powerful Than the actual band In terms of Numbers, um, fake it till you make it. <laughs> what's I mean? What's it like having this kind of support around you? And where would you have been without it? Um, I think with Christian, especially Christian he, being your manager. Yes, uh, he, no, he no. kind of <laughs> he, he gives us that boost that we need. You know, early in the morning. You know. Like, well, I know he's studying medicine, so by boost you mean it's a vitamin B twelve shot. Yeah. Okay. You know, and and like an emotional boost as well. Um, but those vitamins are cool. He, he keeps us in line, and you know, makes us do the right things, mm. be there on time. He books the gigs. He or Dominique also books the gigs, but um. Yeah, if it wasn't for them, we would just sit in the band room and make music and not do anything about it. I think that is um, that is a very uh, what would you call it? It's, it's a very prominent trait of of rock stars is to have like you know the the artist stuff under under control, but then yeah. the business side of music, it's not so much. We we yeah. don't want to do business. We no. just want to make. We don't music. want to wake up. <laughs> early day woke up. Yeah. <laughs> so did you? I saw the video of you dancing. If you could check out Safety First's Instagram uh, feed. Oh yeah, we posted yeah. a video about. Yeah, but it, I think it was taken a while ago. Uh, okay, cool. While while you were happy, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Chris tell us gents, uh, let's get to it. Right? Let's let's. I'm I'm keen to listen to this breakup song and feel. Uh, is, is it supposed to make me feel sad? It's supposed to maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, hopefully not. Hopefully okay. not. Is it supposed to make me reflective and it's, in it's a make in a focus? Good, man. All right. Well, let's feel good to uh, introduce your track for us. Uh, this song is called Paraparapa by Safety First. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? There's a lot of people that struggle to put music out in this country, and I feel like there's too many structures that are blocking people from putting out the dopest music. They can't get their song played on radio. Want to know why I listen to that radio every night? Dance 
Safety first on your ultimate <laughs> campus radio. Joined in studio by them. And uh, congrats, guys. Your song on radio, Luck to Here. And awesome, uh, awesome breakup, but feel good song there. It is. It's yeah, how long, how long did it take you to write that? Like one day, man. Really? Was it, <laughs> it, was it was just, just an one of those. emotional day, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been curious. I know how those days start, right? They start by waking up. And I know how those days end. They tend to end on a very, like, passed out note. Mm. What happens in between? Like, what causes the emotion to, to strut through? A nice full cup of depression. Uh-huh. Goes along with a lot of beer, you uh-huh. know. And then equals song. <laughs> it's, it's awesome, because I, I would have thought that, like, if, if you had choice of ingredients, you would have gone sugar, spice, and everything nice, and you would have had three, like, sort of hot cartoony chicks. 
Oh, and Chemical X. Oh. But now I'm speaking to like my 13 year old self here. Yeah. Is that what songs are made of? Powerpuff Girls reference. Kamu's childhood is lacking. No, so Jed's okay. So the song's out. Um, it's off, uh, would I call it an EP, an album? EP. An EP. And what's the, um, what's the motivation behind the EP and where do you see it going? Uh, I don't know, Kamu, what do you think? Um, I see it going international. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's the dream. Yeah. You know. the, if, if that is the dream, then what's the next step? So we um, we we're trying to bump in a lot of festivals, mm-hmm. you know, next next year and this year and next year, um, and try and get the biggest bigs as you know we can get as mm. if possible, and then hopefully we're trying to go to Australia because we love the Australian scene, music scene. Yeah. And we feel you can actually make quite a good living. Off of music in Australia. Yeah. So would it be a permanent move or just a. We don't know. Uh, I love Bloom. I'm not. I'm yeah. Australia. <laughs> okay, so safety first minus drummer going to Australia. No, he'll find another <laughs> would you, way. Would you be willing to go on tour there, Tramo? Hell yeah. yeah. No, like, he's right. Um, the Australian music scene is just. It's, it's, it kind of feels like where we belong. Mm. So, like, we are focusing there, and hopefully, some Australian people are listening right now. Or whatever, totally. but um, that's where we want to focus and 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 be noticed there. Well, that's an interesting question because the the scene in South Africa, a lot of people would say, is dying. I don't think so, but like you can see a a trend of it becoming a lot more niche for yeah. guitars, drums, and uh, in favor of you know a guy with two spinny thingy winnies. Um, and it's it's interesting to me because that sort of niche market is also happening around the world. But those niches around the world, like specifically Australia, yeah. uh, a little bit in San Fran and Germany, uh, those niches are a lot larger than in South Africa. And it would be interesting to see if ever those niches will merge because what we don't have in South Africa is a very solid touring circuit. Yes. Um, and... How does that affect you being in Bloemfontein? Because if you were in Joburg or Cape Town, of course, there's enough venues for you to gig at. But whereas you're in Bloemfontein, there's a couple of venues, and then what? Well, I like, listen, like, there is no other Bloom sound. There is no other Bloom sound. I mean, all of us are from Bloom. We have a specific sound. Mm -hmm. So for us to first restart is is important. (laughs) So like I was saying, like, even if Australia, I would still be a Bloom-based guy in the Mm. sense that this is where the music comes from and then tour out Mm. i love that like i I like visiting other places if i have to say like going to job or going tour or whatever Mm. but that's that's a strategy it's a strategy that worked so far for us and and if it's worked so far for you then where are the places you'd like to tour i don't know um festivals like Uh you said like we didn't do festivals okay give me some festival names all All of them like (laughs) lush splashy yeah Opie Copy, of course. Smoking Dragon, of course. Smoking Dragon. <laughs> it's New Year's vibes. And and those are all South African fests. Like, what if you venture a little bit further, like a, a young... Um, Coachella, yeah, we thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, <laughs> I was aiming more for bushfire in Swaziland. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but there, go go large. Uh, it's, it's, it's always cool to have, like, bands that are relatively established in, in town and, like, get a bit of a backstory. Um, you, you've noticed, you've mentioned that you've brought on a new um, new bassist, but how did the band actually start? Um, well, I remember I still worked at Mystic Boor and Bixi got there and I, I knew he was in a band called Awful mm-hmm. and 
I knew he was really good at guitar. So I just like one day asked him if we can jam together mm-hmm. uh, behind Mystic. And he said yes. And then we got together, um, had a couple of beers, and then we really jammed it out. We wrote a song called Anything in like two days. And then from there on, we started playing live gigs, mm-hmm. did a lot of covers. Eventually, the you know, because you have to have two 45-minute sets. So mm. eventually we started, like, having our own music with two 45 sets. And then um, we asked Kamu, because we shared a band room with him, if uh, we have a gig lined up and we would really like to, you know, get a drummer involved, mm. make it a little more, bit more heavy. And he joined in and then he learned the songs in, like, a week. Mm. And then after that we played our first gig and it was amazing. Mm. I remember like, that was <laughs> really good. I think it was still with uh, Satanic Daha OG. Oh, wow. And um, it was really amazing. And then we recorded at Viedia's house, our producer, and um, Donnie ought to listen to the, the songs because he and Viedia good, mm. are good friends. And then he just asked us, like, yo, if we need a bassist, just holler. And I knew he played for Wolfgang Mara, so mm. I knew he was also really good. And then the first day we got together as a full band, it was like something totally different. Mm. Was amazing. Was amazing. Oh, I'm lucky to hear it. So mm. now um, the EP is the uh, the whole EP out or just the single? Um, I think we're gonna release the full EP next week. Mm-hmm. And how will people get it? Um, Spotify, Deezer, iTunes, YouTube, Seven Delon. <laughs> it's gonna be on all the platforms. We should get on Seven Delon. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wondered about that. The, you know, you've you've always got um, songs that are manufactured for particular reasons. So a lot of people would sometimes come up and say, hey, uh, we've got a song for, we want to write a song and get it onto a video game or onto a particular series or onto the theme song for the the Momentum 40 over (laughs) the one-day cricket. Um, (laughs) Do you have any of those sort of ambitions with your music? Or is it just... I I, I don't think, like, we're made for, like, Siemdalon or like but if if Toyota is going to give a 10,000 bucks to play a song I'll well you have a song <laughs> you have a song you have a song praising one of my heroes uh, by the name of Jack Daniels and have they ever approached you yet to um, no well it's actually a cover we do uh. by Devil Makes Three we just make it a lot slower and a lot more our own style but um what was the question? <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, that's the job for Chris, by the way. Yeah, I yeah think like we need a manager. Should in this be house. calling Jack Daniels, telling them, "Hey, guys, we got a theme song for you." We got this thing going. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I don't know. Yeah, it would be so. really cool to meet them, though. Like the Jack Daniels people. <laughs> the question that the question I have in conclusion is: How do people get hold of you? Um, if how do they stay in touch with with Safety First? Um, we have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram page. I think our manager is the guy who should be talking about this because I just write the songs and sing, man. <laughs> I don't want to okay. talk to nobody. And, <laughs> you, and you always remember us while you're driving, mm-hmm. when you're on your bike, when you're walking across the street, when you're at work and, you know, you have a dangerous job, you, you're cliff diving, whatever. Sure. <laughs> you will remember our name every time you're doing stuff like that. Oh, yeah. To, yeah to, just true. to practice safety first, bruv. Safety first is important. That's it. That's a point from safety first. Thank you so much for joining. Do you have any final thoughts for our listeners? Practice safety first. <laughs>
I love, I love how Stay in I, school There we go I, I love how I asked, I asked if you have Any final thoughts And then Dylan's mind Shut down At the, at the thought of a thought <laughs> Thanks so much For joining us At Safety First You can find them On the Facebook The Instagram And all socials The new EP will be out On next week And we've just dropped Parapapa The first track Of the EP Look forward to seeing More that big things That was the Monate Fela the- podcast Stay tuned for more Things <laughs> Oh girl